Hello, I'm Ramey. And this is Dakota. And you're listening to Leveling Duo, the podcast where two good friends talk about video games that they've really enjoyed, or that are coming out soon. Just video games in general, most of the time. Yeah, we try to focus a little bit more on games from our childhood, from the past, but occasionally we'll talk about more games about the present or uh, near future. Yeah, and it is your turn. So what are we talking about? Uh, Well, today I thought we'd kind of skip over to a little bit more of the you know, more classical mainstream JRPG. And uh, I was going to talk about Final Fantasy VII, uh, the original version on PlayStation. Ah, yeah, there's a, they've had a, re- uh, what is it, a reboot here lately. Mm-hmm. Remake and Rebirth. Yeah, and it's only half the game is out, technically. Uh, Yeah, for the most part, which uh, to me, I was kind of half expecting something like that. Uh, considering that the uh, original game was released in uh, multiple parts, multiple discs. So once you played through so much of the game, you had to put the next disc in. Yeah, and I'd say it took a lot of work to get it done in the pretty visuals they had, compared to what they had before. Yeah, the uh, visuals and graphics were not exactly uh, great by today's standards, by any means. Mm -hmm. Uh, But back in the day, uh, it was... uh, Pretty decent. I thought it was pretty cool, you know. I think I played it probably around like 2000, 2001, uh, and it came out in 97. Oh, kind of like the Pokemon era. Yeah, kind of. For those that don't know, uh, spoilers, it uh, follows uh, Cloud Strife, the main character, who uh, starts off the game by joining a a band of (laughs) eco-terrorists Bent on uh, stopping a mega corporation from uh, stealing the life essence uh, out of the planet, that they somehow have discovered a process to convert it into electricity. So essentially, it's like big bad power company, and they're trying to shut them down. That sounds like a bad idea, kind of like UAC using hill energy to power portals and weapons and stuff. Yeah, I, I would say that. I mean, like, I definitely don't agree with like. I mean, like, I understand the sentiment. But the execution is very mm-hmm. extreme. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I don't think it's a good idea to do any of that. Uh, eventually, uh, the plot progresses beyond that point to where Cloud and the rest of the party that you uh, come into contact with and pick up along the way to uh, fighting Sephiroth, who is the uh, ultimate antagonist. Had the best intro in Smash I've ever seen. Yes. And uh, he's essentially a... Uh, Half angel? Again, again, well, not half angel, but again, spoilers. He is a uh, human baby that has been infected by uh, Genova cells during his actual uh, fetal development and uh, was born a superhuman who, uh, unfortunately, due to his upbringing, is also extremely mentally unstable ah. and is bent on uh, basically uh, harnessing the power to uh of the planet to become a god and to start again his uh as he calls his true mother's ultimate goal which is uh she is a alien that goes from planet to planet devouring the life energy and then will crash land uh onto another planet and repeat the process and that's ultimately what he wants to do and cloud and gang is pretty much like no we're going to save the world and ultimately, like, to save the world, they have to fight God. Or pseudo-God. Okay. 
all I know him from is cultural osmosis. Is that what they call it? Mm-hmm. Just stuff I picked up here and there because I never finished any Final Fantasy game. Eleven was the closest I got. Mm. Is that the right one? The one that came out PS4 era? Yeah, there was a lot of big talk and not as fulfilling in the end. Well, I mean, it was just one of those two because like a lot of people were wondering with the remake on whether it was going to follow the original storyline or not. Yeah. And so far, versus the OG uh, version and the remake, uh, they have changed a couple of things. So it's just kind of, for me, curious to see how it's going to progress beyond that. So far, I have played Remake, and I've not played Rebirth. So I still haven't seen everything else that they've done. I haven't played it. So you know more than I do any day. (laughs) Well, I I mean, I played the PlayStation version, uh, I don't know. Probably about 15, 16 times, like over the course of school, summertime, that kind of thing. Yeah. I didn't have the access to uh, get multiple games, so when I beat a game, pretty much the thing I had to do was start over. With New Game Plus these days, that's not so bad, but I guess... Nah. Back then, it was pretty much just like, oh, delete your old save file. (laughs) Yeah. Did you Google stuff? I don't even know if Google was a, a big thing. Did you have a way of knowing what you were doing, or did you just learn new stuff every time you played just learn new stuff. I just did it the old-fashioned way. Okay, that explains why it was easily replayable. There's a lot of stuff in RPGs you can miss the first time or two. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, like, I really like the story uh, overall. really like the music, the world. Uh, the turn-based mechanics uh, for combat was something that I got used to uh, over time. Yeah. Uh, but it was kind of nice for the degree of... It, it, I don't know. It was just another system of, like, if you were high enough level and could deal enough damage... You're good to go. Pretty much. It was all about the levels. Yeah. I play a lot of turn-based games, but not all of them are... Mm. Most of them aren't JRPGs. Well, I mean, I like a lot of JRPGs, uh, but I'm not exclusively, like, just a JRPG fan. I just like RPGs in general. For me, it's just... I guess you can say, like, again, very, very small selection of games... Growing up, so like when I got a game, they were like, "Okay, you're good for a couple of months." Yeah. Like it'll take you a few months to get burned out on playing this thing over and over again. Yeah, um, which is true for some games. True, but that was one thing I like about like Final Fantasy VII and other Final Fantasies that I've played. Just that, I mean, I don't know. I just thought they were fun, and to an extent, like since didn't really have a lot of uh, online forums back in the day of people discussing walkthroughs and playthroughs. Uh, they weren't exactly in huge abundance back then. I don't even remember much about the internet at all back then. Well, it was very early. <laughs> yeah. It hadn't quite grown into the YouTube and Amazon and Google monopoly we have today. Mm-hmm. Which I remember uh, the copy that I played was actually uh, something that me and my dad had found at a flea market. Oh, hey. That's out pretty here. good. I think we paid like 10 bucks for it. Yeah. You got good money's worth out of that. Oh, yeah. Tell my dad about it too every once in a while. But like, you remember that game? He was like, yeah. I was just like... You have no idea how much I played it. It was like good. It was like it's one of the cheapest things I ever bought you. <laughs> hey, good job, Dad. Bargain hunting worked. Oh, yeah. But I mean, like, it was a lot of fun. Um, like I said, played it multiple, multiple times. Uh, one cool thing, uh, like, I, after I played it, did a little bit of research. Um, it's actually the very first Final Fantasy series uh, in the series that had uh, 3D uh, incorporated uh, into its uh, game. Huh. It was the very first time that it had been, uh, everything had been represented that way. Could have been sprites until then, like normal little. Yeah, pretty much bit, sprite 2D. 2D, 2D yeah. 
And uh, as far as combat goes, again, it was pretty uh, simple. Uh, you got your main party fighting against the enemy. Uh, you have an HP pool, magic pool, and kind of like a uh, whatever you want to. Uh, it was for your limit break. Uh-huh. So uh, I don't know if you want to call it like your limit bar or your special bar. But uh, over time, uh, that bar would build up during combat, either with uh, dealing damage or taking damage. And uh, as your character leveled up, uh, all the characters, uh, they would learn different limit breaks. Did sequentially, like, different things, more damage, or had certain effects. Which Cloud's ultimate one was Omni Slash. Oh. Which, uh, if you didn't learn it by leveling up, uh, you actually automatically learned it at the very end of the game. Spoilers. Uh, because it's the move that's used canonically to defeat Sephiroth in the live stream. Okay, I have seen clips of that. It is pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, one thing I really liked about the game was the chocobos. Yeah, everybody likes the big birds. Oh, yeah. Uh, one cool thing, too, about the world map was, uh, aside from just, you know, your normal modes of travel for JRPGs for first you walk, uh, then you get something to ride on, like the chocobos, then you get the airship, the boat, can travel around a little bit farther places. Uh, however, the chocobos, uh, if you breed them correctly and get the correct colors... You can actually uh, get the ultimate chocobo and uh, can go anywhere. I never heard about that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the way to be able to go across uh, certain areas like mountain ranges and things of that nature. Uh, the ultimate one can uh, go on land, walk on water, scale mountains, pretty much go anywhere in the world. The world's greatest chocobo. Yes. <laughs> this was also back in the day when uh, pretty much all enemies, if not just a couple... I think maybe a couple of like the secret bosses were like things you could see in the world that you would interact with that would uh, start the battle. But most of the time, uh, battles were random and uh, they just kind of like spontaneously would occur out in the world. But like I say, like it was like a lot of fun. The story, pretty much, like I said, like uh, involved with uh, Cloud originally uh, teaming up with a uh, group of what's labeled as eco terrorists to uh, attack the uh, Shinra Corporation. That's the name of the power company. Okay. Uh, to uh, And their tr- plan is to try to take out one of their reactors that uh, uh, produces uh, Mako, which is uh, the energy of the planet. They're like, this is wrong, so we're going to take out the plant. Uh, inadvertently, though, Shinra is onto this and uh, actually makes it blow up worse than it was intended in order to make them look bad. Shinra, like, they're ultimately, like, really the bad guys. Like, all they care about is turning a profit and uh, turning technological advantages. Uh, Like, the Clouds Bunch are literally, they just want to save the planet. Like, they think how Shinra is going about it is killing the planet, which it is, but also, too, blowing up power plants is not necessarily the best way to go about counteracting them either. Um, The group's name is actually Avalanche, and is the group that... uh, Cloud pretty much stays with with the majority of the game uh, all the way through to the end. Uh, however, uh, the main uh, people that stays with him are uh, Tifa and Barrett. Uh, the rest of the crew uh, in the original game, uh, unfortunately, all uh, don't make it. And uh, Cloud is supposed to be an ex-soldier, which is an enhanced human that is uh, enhanced using Mako, kind of like Sephiroth. And uh, that's basically like where he went to. 
a little backstory there, him and Tifa are childhood friends. And uh, there's like a big fire that wipes out their town in their childhood. And he kind of like leaves and disappears. Which he had told everyone that he was going to go join Shinra and become a soldier. And I guess he did. Uh, yes, no. Technically no. Technically no. Again, spoilers. No. Uh, he did successfully enlist in the military there. However, he was unable to join the soldier program, so he became a regular grunt. Uh, however, uh, he was a, he got assigned to work with Sephiroth and a man named Zack, who both were the top one and two of... Well, Sephiroth was number one. Zack may not have been number two, but he was pretty highly ranked. Top five, at least, if not higher. And uh, he traveled with them... Well, unfortunately, uh, a lot of shit goes down. Uh, Zack and Cloud get uh, trapped and stuck in these Mako tanks. Uh, Zack's able to break out, and unfortunately, Cloud suffers from something called Mako poisoning, which is when someone that isn't really, like, got the right physiology to absorb the Mako gets too much in their system. It's kind of rejecting them. They're rejecting it. Uh, well, it kind of like what it does is that uh, their body's super saturated in it, but their like mind and psyche can't handle it. Yeah. And basically, at that point in time, Cloud was like kind of comatose, like it kind of like wiped his mind. Oh. Uh, they escape. Uh, during their escape, uh, Zach recounts a lot of his adventures and his training and stuff like that with uh, Cloud as they're trying to make their way back to the city uh, to try to rejoin uh, some of Zach's allies. Well, uh, unfortunately, some other stuff happens, and Cloud is left alone, because Zack is no longer there, and when he finally kind of comes to, he has like a sort of amnesia from everything that happened, but he remembers everything that Zack had told him, and so he kind of like adopts all of Zack's story and backstory as his own. Okay, I guess that's one way to go about your life, just make a new one. Well, like, some way, somehow, like, he was able to, like, he became a superhuman as well with the Mako. But he was somehow able to, able to emulate all of the soldier training that Zack had, even though he never underwent it himself. That's the reason why, like, he's such a quote-unquote badass fighter in the game to start off with. Oh. But then you come to find out later that that's not the case, and then he has, like, an identity crisis, existential crisis. He gets Mako poisoning again. Uh, Tifa is able to bring him out of it. And then, through all of them working together, uh, Barrett, Yuffie, Yuffie. Whatever the name is. Yeah, I can't remember. Like, I've heard different people pronounce it differently. I know there's an official uh, pronunciation. However, I cannot remember at this moment. And for any of our listeners, I apologize if you take any offense to that. I mean none. Uh, I like Red 13. He's one of my favorite characters. Uh, he's the uh, another experiment kind of gone wrong. Uh, he's a animal, like a kind of like a red wolf, cat, lion type of hybrid animal. Maybe got a little like Charmander mixed in there because his uh, tail is on fire on the end. Ah. Uh, he's very intelligent, can speak just like a human. Uh, but again, quadrupedal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then you have Aerith, uh, who is the uh, quote-unquote savior of the game. Uh, she kind of holds the key to uh, beating Sephiroth at the very end. Now, who was the guy that you said was an animal? Red 13. Okay. Uh, now, uh, Aerith, uh, she uh, canonically in the first game dies. Oh, dear. <laughs> uh, 
and that's one thing that everyone's kind of like concerned about in the second game on whether she will die or not. Because if not, it's really curious on how the rest of the game will go. Which honestly, I am really looking forward to see what kind of twist they do. But uh, overall, the game, uh, playing it through all the way, you can probably get about, I don't know, 45, 50 hours out of the game. Which is pretty good, especially for something with a good story that everybody keeps telling me it has. Mm-hmm. Which some people dislike it, which I can understand their viewpoints on why. But personally, it's one of my favorite games of all time. I completely understand. A lot of people love it. Um, I never tried it, so I can't claim to not like it or anything else. I mean, I just kind of fell in love with the story. I like the world building in it. Uh, the lore. Uh, like it had uh, protagonists that, you know, you, you that weren't just perfect. They had their own fair share of problems and... Flaws. Yeah, flaws themselves. And then the bad guys weren't just completely evil, you know. Like, Sephiroth was originally a good guy. Until yeah. uh, he came to the realization that he was essentially like a lab experiment. And had a complete mental breakdown. And uh, basically developed a really bad psychosis. <laughs> and uh, became very uh, murdery. As one does when they have a breakdown like that. And they're a god. Possibly. Yeah. Well, this know. is before the God thing. This is just when he was the equivalent of like a moody, like late teenager. I've seen him slice realities apart pretty much or planets apart in videos. He has been built up quite a bit in other franchises. Yeah. <laughs> like Kingdom Hearts. Oh, Kingdom Hearts. Uh, I'll, see, it's the Final Fantasy that keeps me from playing that. Because um, I know there's so much Final Fantasy lore, and I just don't want to dig into it, to be perfectly... Hey, you don't need it, man, to be honest. Like, if you look at the uh, the series, is just the characters are just being there. They're just inserts, basically. They're just kind of cool NPC inserts. Play it for the gameplay. Yes. Like, if you know Disney, then you've got, like, 99% of the game. Okay, well, then that wouldn't be too hard. Who no. doesn't know Disney? It Well... I won't say that that's just a given, but... Yeah, I get you. Which I do recommend playing all of them. I mean, like, I am a Kingdom Hearts fan. I've played uh, the majority of all the titles that have released on, like, the main major consoles. Anyway, speaking of the Kingdom Hearts, though, uh, they do uh, feature Cloud and Sephiroth both in Kingdom Hearts. Mm -hmm. The two main iconic characters from uh, Seven. How did that crossover ever begin? Ah, I don't understand. Uh, I wonder sometimes how Disney got into that. Fever dream. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> but another thing that I loved, loved, loved about the game was just the music. That goes with Square Enix. Yes, which I, I just like all of them. Yeah. Which uh, One Winged Angel is just one of the best. That's why I thought Sephiroth was a One Winged Angel. Which, here's a question. How much of an audio clip can we play... And not be considered something that would get us flagged for anything. Not a clue. YouTube will flag almost any. Well. Yeah. I've heard it. It gets the blood pumping. Especially if it's your first time ever hearing it. Oh, yeah. You're like, what's going on? What's going on? I am doomed. It's a nice one to put on a play mix when you're doing really well in the lobbies. Oh, yeah. Definitely uh, boss music. Yeah. <laughs> you are the boss. Nowadays, uh, I think, which uh, I do actually take that back, I know for a fact. Uh, if you're ever interested in playing the uh, OG version and you don't have a PlayStation 1 or access to a copy of the original, 
Uh, they do offer a digital copy purchase on Switch. I did not know that. Uh, I got it for sale a couple of months ago. Been just kind of like messing around on it here and there, not really playing it too hardcore. But it is the original version. Uh, so it is that retro look and everything. Mm-hmm. So that's one option. I'm not sure about other consoles. Uh, if you find that kind of hard to look at, but you're still interested in playing, I do recommend uh, giving... Uh, Rebirth a try. You might feel a little bit frustrated in the release date of the completed parts of the game. However, they are trying to flesh out each installment that they release as being a fully fledged game in and of itself. With enough content uh, for, you know, to match. Hopefully the price tag they put on it. Which personally, the first one, I paid, I think, $70 for the digital release. uh, Digital deluxe release copy. Uh, so I got like a couple of extras, like a couple extra summon materia, and, uh, I think there was like an extra outfit or something, maybe? I can't remember. Uh, however, you know, you spend your money however you want to, but I think it's about average of like 45 to 50 hours for the first part. I thought it was going to be longer. No, that's just the first part, though. Uh, well, originally the, the, the game was split up over three discs. So I'm assuming that's probably what they may be trying to do, is that they're trying to release the game in like three to four installments. Which I'm just glad that they're not treating it like DLC for the first game. I'm just hoping that, uh, which I mean, I'm sure I can probably do a quick Google search, but I'm feeling a bit lazy at the moment to do it. But if I can transfer my save data from uh, Rebirth, I mean like from Remake to Rebirth, start off the game with all my levels and me items and all my materia. That I worked hard to get and level up. So eventually, like, don't get me started on the materia system. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's not as complicated as on the OG, but in uh, remake, it's definitely something that you want to invest some time into. What what console is it for again? PlayStation Four, I guess, and Five. Yes. Um, is it only on Playstations? I don't think so. I don't know. But I I did have it on PS4. Okay. You don't have to know anything about the past games to play that one, do you? No, that, that's one thing about the Final Fantasy series games. For the most part, you don't have to play any of the others to play one. Okay. I might just try that one because it's been everybody's, you know. It's, they all have similar aesthetic. Oh, yeah, they have to. But that's about it. I, I'm going to see if I can find the, the newer version, the remake of 7. Obviously, you would recommend someone buy this if they can find it. Would you recommend more the old one or the new one? If he was going to get one on Switch or on... A newer console, a bigger console. Uh, personally, like if it's like if you've never played, you know, or have no anything about either one, I'd recommend uh, get the OG version, play it first, yeah, and then do the remake. However, if it's just something that you don't really, if you don't really care about more of the retro uh, look and feel, uh, then just go for remake. Okay, I might get it on the Switch just so I can play the original. I don't know. I'll think about it. A lot of people, I've seen some reviews of the newer version, and it was up and down. You know, Mm -hmm. people just, I guess, nostalgia outweighs the newer qualities. And some people just didn't like the fact it wasn't the entire game. Well, everyone's welcome to their own opinion is all I have to say on that. Mm -hmm. Personally, I just try to be patient. If I really enjoy it, I'll grab the newer one, just wait for them all three to come out. Which, my big thing is, man, with the lore of it, just pay attention to what people say and kind of like their motivations. I don't have a problem with lore. I hate that there's so many games and I don't know which ones are connected and which ones aren't. I watched um, Super Butter Buns on YouTube. Mm-hmm. She has a whole 
uh, I think it actually isn't Final Fantasy so much as it might be Final Fantasy, but I'm pretty sure it is. Uh, she has a Final Fantasy and a Kingdom Hearts videos about mm-hmm. all the lore and her quirky way of telling people stuff. I recommend you look that up if you want to learn all the lore before jumping into like Kingdom Hearts or something. Mm. I know we're not talking about Kingdom Hearts, but they're kind of connected. And when you was talking about them, I thought, oh, we should probably reference this so people can learn if they want to play one of these, the lore behind at least the series they want to play. It's easier to watch a two-hour video than buy every single game. True. But if you like doing it the old-fashioned way, buy the game and play it. <laughs> uh, yeah, but some of them aren't even available now, I don't think. <laughs> the yeah, older uh, Final Fantasy ones. Yeah, unless you want to be illegal about it. And I don't recommend that. Uh, can't condone it. I appreciate you telling me about it. Yeah, uh, for the most part, guys, uh, like I said, uh, I just got a lot of fun memories of playing it back in the day. Played it uh, for many, many hours during the summer. Tried to get the ultimate weapons for everybody, beating all the secret bosses. Sometimes even trying to speed run, seeing how fast I can get to the end, beat Sephiroth. If you've somehow never heard of it, definitely check it out. And if you're interested, give it a shot. Give it a, you know, give it a whirl, and I'm sure you'll have some fun. You got me curious. The more you talk about all the JRPGs, the more I get curious about them. One of these days, I will do it. For me, it's not so much about the mechanics. It's about the story and the artwork and the music. I like to say that about myself, but then when it comes to certain mechanics, I... It bogs me down so <laughs> I get that, which I mean like that's with everybody. Like there's some stuff if it just you know, if it's just not fun, man, it's just not fun and I can't hold it against anybody. Yeah. I'm sorry we were late by a week. Stuff came up, people got busy, there's just no way mm-hmm. I sent out a tweet and stuff about it. If you want to learn about stuff that's gonna happen in our future, try to keep up with us on Twitter. I'll sometimes I'll bring up it on a video and TikTok. If you wanna to go to the link tree link in the description of this episode, you'll find all of our socials, our YouTube, which the episodes get loaded to as well. We're also going to be streaming on YouTube. We had been doing Twitch, but it was just a nightmare to work with. So YouTube it is for now. If anybody's going to swim on Twitch, it's going to be my sister and she'll be playing Sims. Until eventually I try to get on there and potentially try to play some of the more retro titles. Yeah, you are welcome to that. I've been saying it. I did it. I went out and bought another PC so I can do streaming better and the games stream easier. The Xbox, like I said, the audio was horrible no matter how many settings i changed Mm. and i just i just don't want that kind of quality out there hey completely understandable man the first link in the link tree in the description will be our home website it'll have all of our podcasts we have the gruesome gaming group is our network leveling duo this one we have brother knows quest it's a podcast i do with my sister beth and talk about the tabletop role-playing games i tell her about a new one every week she tells me what she thinks about it and if she'd like to play it soon we might start streaming a game of those us playing those if we get our schedule synced. And then there's Horrific History and Hauntings. It's where my sister Beth tells me about everything that's in the title. Horrific History, sometimes some hauntings. A lot of times, you know, you have something bad in history. It will result in a haunting story. So we cover that too. If you want to donate, that homepage with all of our podcasts will have options to donate each one. We will really appreciate it if you do. We'll give you a shout out if you do. If you want us to. If you don't, let us know in a message. Our YouTube link is there. Twitch link. If you still want to follow that to watch my sister play some games. Uh, we might do other stuff on Twitch once we get the setup done. I'm still setting that part up. Guys, uh, here soon. Uh, there's a possibility that my employment may be changing. Uh, I shall try to keep uh, Ramey and Beth updated on that as far as that goes. So depending on that, uh, the schedule may slightly change. For uh, recordings, however, I will do my best to make sure that does not happen so we can keep all of our listeners out there and viewers pretty much on the same schedule. 
But just kind of letting y'all know. We completely understand. I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Everybody. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's just it's how life goes, guys. <laughs> life finds a way of ruining itself sometimes. Oh, yeah. But I try, you know, I'm trying to keep the whole chin up attitude. Yeah. You know, as the, uh, what was it, Forrest Gump said, shit happens. Is that what he said? Yeah. I haven't watched that movie in so long. Old bumper sticker. <laughs> okay. There we go. And it does. You never know. <laughs> we'll keep everybody informed. Follow the Twitter if you want instant notifications. That's where I post most of the news about the shows we're doing. Mm-hmm. We have a Discord in the link tree if you really want to go there. There's not much activity going on there, but we don't want to do that until we start streaming more. We definitely want to hear y'all's feedback. Yeah, uh, let you, us know. Yeah, if you uh, have any thoughts, concerns, comments, questions... Uh, feel free to reach out to us on any of our links, social or otherwise. We'd like to hear from y'all, uh, just as far as that goes. Uh, we just genuinely would like to interact with our community and, you know, see if there's a way we can improve our content. Like, we enjoy what we do. And as far as uh, y'all go, we would like to make sure that y'all also enjoy. And if you have any ideas, especially, uh, on any more content you'd like us to create or anything special, uh, maybe you'd like us to pump out one day, uh... Just give us a shout and let us know. Yeah, we can do a research, play a game, something we haven't tried before, maybe before Lucky. But thank you for listening. I've been Ramey. And this has been Dakota. This is Leveling Duo logging off. Logging off. Logging off.